Guys, the Sly Guy Podcast has Patreon. For those of you that, that don't know what a Patreon is, it is a way to support the podcast in return for some extra juicy bonus content. So for as little as £2 a month, you can get early access to the weekly podcast. You get questions as well. You get to ask questions in this podcast. You get guest episodes. You get vlogs. There's some very nice vlogs over there too. Recently have been added on there. And you can just get bonus content. There's a ream of stuff that's there that you can just pop on for a, quid, a couple of quid a month and you can ch- what, enjoy all the content and you can go but don't you know it supports the podcast to improve get better guests be- get better equipment make more clips do better you know just just improve the overall experience of the podcast you can do that at patreon.com forward slash slagai podcast and for those who are already there thank you I appreciate it and if you haven't got there it's too quid like you know can't even buy me a coffee for that sly the Sly Guy Podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. Modest Beer have been here from day one. And in order to say thanks to you guys for supporting the podcast and thanks to Modest, we've got together and we've got 15% discount code for you. So you can get 15% off your Modest purchases at their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk, when you can use the code SLYPA15. That is SLYPA15 to get 15% off your modest beer purchases what a deal that is not everyone's getting that so get on over to their website www.modestbeer.co.uk today use the discount code SLYPA and get 15% off I'm the Sly Guy hello and welcome to this week's Sly Guy podcast I'm doing an arm flex for anyone listening on uh, on the audio here and, I, and I've realised my arms look really short so there you have it that's a real eye opener for me I know I have short arms I'm aware of that but I've never really um, fully seen it in real time before until I just looked at myself in the camera there. And I won't do that again in a hurry. How are we all doing, people? Listening, watching. If you're there on YouTube, I can see it in your breakfast. Put, put, put a top on, mate. I can see it all. If you're listening in your car, make sure you have your phone correctly connected to the radio or else like on some sort of wee magnet thing. Don't, don't have it in your hand. You know, in case it's going to cause any accidents, distract people. In the gym, I know a lot of people now tune into the podcast because they know I'm a physique guy once again. And you're probably looking for some gym tips. Unfortunately, this week we did kind of veer away from offering health and fitness tips on this week's podcast. It was just more of a a sort of silly episode this week than anything else. So I just want to come off and say sorry if you're tuning in to get some tips. Um... What I will say though, if you are, if this is why, if this is why, you've decided to watch or listen to the Sly Guy podcast this week because you want health and fitness tips, I'll say my big tip for the week is H two O. My my health tip this week is water. You got to keep hydrated. I'm trying to get at least three liters of water in the midday, which is proven difficult. I've got one of those big tankards, you know, those big, the ones that if you carry them to the gym, people just make fun of you. You know those. I keep mine hidden in my house. But I actually use it to pour water into like other drinking. So I use a, a flask. I've got a smaller, I've got a big three, three and a half liter flask. And I pour that into my other flask, which keeps things cool. Contigo, big shout out. We love that sponsor the podcast. And then I'm drinking these wee bottles of water while I'm on here. So I'm trying to keep hydrated to keep my, um, trying to lose some body fat really. And now, as you know, I did single word science. And the science behind the water is apparently if you don't give your body enough water, it retains what water's in the body. 
therefore making you heavier and more bloaty. Whereas if you're drinking lots of water, you're flushing out the system. Your body's getting the water that it needs, so all the excess water that's being held under your skin and all, it goes out. That's the uh, that's the science behind it. And anyone wants to say different, hey, you know, I don't care. But if you're listening to the gym, what I want you to do right now is just get your hands off the elliptical handles, put the weights down, just reach for your water bottle, have a big old glug, glug, glug of water. Even if you're listening at home, having your breakfast, do that. Get the water on board. It's a good time. I'm feeling actually quite good myself. I had a, had a wee exercise this morning. I had the worst morning ever with my children today, by the way, just off the bat. And again, it's sly to say children. It was one child. It was my youngest, Matilda. She was being such a jerk. So before I even got in here today, I had to do the school run. And she was just, she just made that 10 out of 10 difficult for whatever reason. I don't know what it is with kids, but whenever they like, they want something they can't just process in their mind to go actually dad's explained I can't have that maybe I don't want that anymore maybe I don't need that I'll just leave it so they don't have that ability and they just become absolutely fucking wild and Matilda today really wanted um, the bowl that Holly was eating breakfast out of now Matilda had already picked a bowl for her breakfast and she had put her own porridge in I had done it put it in the microwave for give it back to her and she's like now nah, I want that one the guy to Little Britain oh that one yeah that one yeah yeah no that one and she just then starts screaming hysteria and I didn't know what to do because like the screaming was, was it was going mental like her eye she was crying screaming going to knock her actual breakfast everywhere it was annoying me she was then then like what was I, I was like I don't know how to deal with this she just started grabbing at her legs like a psycho I was like right okay it's mental but then also you can't give her that you know because then if you give in she's going to be a weak dick forever so I had to just hold off and weather out the storm and that was stressful then she wouldn't go in her seat then we had to leave Holly to school and then she goes off first and then Matilda has to come and she's just running away being a wee jerk not holding your hand crossing the roads now I, I mean this with love my heart but a bit of me was like you know this would be if you know not that I want anything to happen to her obviously that goes without saying but if she was struck crossing the road that would be her own fault because that would have been her not listening to me trying to give a health and safety tip and also karma coming around for her being such a wee dick. So, you know, it would have been sad. I would have really hated it if something had happened to her. But at the same time, in my mind, I could have, I could have rationalised it. And I could have understood what was going on. You know, I could have gone, all right, that's kind of the way the world figures itself out sometimes. But thankfully that did not happen. And then I got her left off at school and I've never been more relieved in my life. I felt like I was having a strat attack which is a new phrase that I've started to use about my house. I'm going to have a strat attack, which is a stroke slash heart attack. Now, there's probably some medical experts or medical professionals out there or people who just generally know a little bit about how health works and they're going to go, "Um, actually, a stroke and a heart attack is two different things. Yes, I know a stroke is a blockage to the brain and a heart attack is a blockage in your arteries. I know that. All right, I know. However... I felt so stressed out this morning. I had pain in my head and I could feel my chest, like my heart palpitating. I was that angry. So then, after that, the plan was to go to the gym. But then I thought, you know what? If I'm going to have a strat attack in the gym, that'll be I'll be embarrassed because there'll be loads of people about. So what I'm going to do instead, I'm going to get the dog. I'm going to go for a nice peaceful walk. I'm going to walk along the seaside. I'm just going to breathe, calm down. 
and try not to be 10 out of 10 stressed. Took me a while. We got there, got back to the house, got a pump on, drank some water, came in here, had some breakfast as well. Let's not forget that. Had four eggs and a cup of green tea. There you go. And a banana before I did a, did a workout. So that's what we're working on. So it was nice to see Willie today. Um, funny story about Willie that I didn't even tell him on this podcast. I should have done. But I have... Butler, the butt man, got me a nice picture for my birthday there. Past, it was like a photo of thing was taken at Lavery's, one of his shows. And it was just a load of the guys together. It was a really nice group photo. And Holly was had it in the car with us to bring to the office one day. And um, she was asking me who everyone in the photo was called. And <laughs> I went around it all and I told them all the names. She's like, oh, I know Uncle Shane, I know Mr. Butler. And I went through them all. Who's this guy? She goes, and I go, oh, that's Willie. And I said, Willie. She went, Willie? And I went, yeah, Willie. She goes, that's strange. Why is he called after that thing that little boys pee out of? <laughs> yeah, I thought about that before. And then she goes, that'd be like me being called Twinkle. And I laughed. I laughed a lot. But I forgot to tell William that. And as there you have it, that's the guest in this week's show. Came in here to do the podcast with William. We had a nice time. It was a fun podcast. Um, I probably should do a little bit of a disclaimer off the top and say that it was a bit silly. Um, there was a lot of uh, things said which were maybe a wee bit, you know, on the offensive front. But they were all meant as jokes with silliness. Nothing said or expressed was in any way a true reflection of us as guys we were just being silly and funny so that's it other than that whatever you're doing wherever you're listening you can just buckle your seatbelts in because this was a silly silly podcast and it was maybe a little bit on the edge but it's the sly guy podcast we're going to be sly about stuff we're going to say things that are silly and you know what Live and let live, guys. Enjoy this week's episode with me and William Thompson, a.k.a. the thing that little boys pee out of, Will A.T. I love the shirt. Thank you. Come on in. Come oh, on right. so people can see your face. What were you saying there? What was I saying? You love my shirt. I do I, love your shirt. I put it on just for you. I haven't worn it yet. Scissor me, daddy ass. Do you want to hear the funny story about this? Yeah. Obviously, you know from our spade friends yeah. I love Billy Gunn you he's, do he's when my, we started a wrestling podcast I thought you loved wrestling it yeah no it's just, just it's Billy just Gunn. Billy Gunn I love yeah. Billy Gunn and I, I was talking about him so much and about how his new gimmick is about you know being called daddy ass and scissoring and stuff yeah you that, love that that Catherine was like he loves I'm going to buy him a t-shirt for his birthday that's very kind so she, she got me this nice scissor me daddy ass t-shirt but that's not what she google searched to get here because she was like it's something about asses and daddies and stuff. And they do something weird. It's a bit gay, I think. And she's like, it took me a while to find it. What I saw on Google Images search before I saw this t-shirt was something quite terrifying. I was like, well, what did you type in the Google search? You know, she typed in the Google search to find this t-shirt. Fuck my ass daddy. No, close. Finger me ass daddy. So... I don't know what she saw. Saw some pirate porn? Yeah. Finger, Finger me ours, Daddy. <laughs> I know. George Farrars. But it's like, why, why did she think the guy's called Ass Daddy? Like, Daddy Ass is bad enough. 
But ass daddy? Finger I'm, me ass daddy. I'm surprised there hasn't been a wrestler called the ass daddy. Well, I mean, there should be now. This should be the, he, he should be the guy that ends Billy Gunn's career. Remember, he, like, he had said he was going to retire and left his boots in the ring and then yeah. came back. They should just get him. Came back, says are in harder than ever before. Yeah, and then what about Michael Hearn? You know, the guy, for people who don't know, he's a meme. He's basically a meme, but he's one of the world's most respected we would know as athletes one of the most respected fitness guys I don't have a fucking clue Michael Hearn oh, never man. heard of him but he does the uh, you know the, the, he's like a, become a meme with like you know don't hurt me and it's just this guy really jacked looking kind of is that but who that is that's who that is yeah. we'll see he had he had Billy Gunn on, he had Billy Gunn on his podcast and he's and, and he's his mate right so Billy Gunn's this dude's mate and he got him on to talk all things fitness and, and whatever else and gave him the most disrespectful introduction Right, listen to this for an introduction. Well, I'll get it from the start here. Uh, so this is how he introduces a guy he knows. Billy Gunn, a.k.a. Ass Man. That's... He's not called Ass Man. He's called Billy Ma- Gunn, it's, it's, Daddy Ass. Mr. Ass. Yeah, but not Ass Man. Yeah. It's not an adventure. <laughs> was he never the Ass Man? He was the Ass Man. Never just plain and simple. Ass Man. Ass Man. Yeah. Billy, and the way he says it, Billy Gunn, a.k.a. No, he's not. Listen. Oh, muted. Ass. <laughs> Billy Gunn, aka Ass Man. No, yeah, no one's ever went, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Ass Man. Yeah, or else you don't walk past him in a corridor and go, oh, Ass Man. Ass Man. Ah, <laughs> oh, the Ass Man is here. Yeah, the Ass Man. Here to check if you've got your ass. Straight like, because what would Ass Man be? It's the proctologist. <laughs> well, that that would be that would be a good gimmick. It's a great segue for what I would was wanting to talk to you about oh no well, I mean my ass no um, <laughs> I went to with Johnny Bo to a wrestling event on Tuesday oh nice Eric Bischoff in the limelight I'm jealous that I would like that you think so oh no you know oh, you no. know oh, as no. a wrestling fan so hold on for anyone that doesn't know who is Eric Bischoff Eric Bischoff oh. is the former head of the company WCW he was general manager of Raw from mm-hmm. 2002 and to 2006 a big thing about Eric Bischoff too he was at the height of the Monday Night Wars Raw yeah. versus Nitro and WCW he was the head of the WCW huge legend in the industry yeah oh no I, I'm not going to like this story am I it's not bad okay. he didn't do anything bad it was more you know what wrestling crowds are like oh no yeah either real jacked Hot guys, yeah, two percent, very small or percentage, massive, big, fat stinkers. We're I'm the, hot in a wrestling crowd. Oh, see me, like I'm sexy as oh, fuck. See us, we walk in to wrestle, like you know, in the uh, Zoolander. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's us. Yeah. When we go to see wrestling. We walk events. in like two high school bullies at wrestling yeah. shows. Like, get out of my fucking way, nerd. But these guys who like they'd be like, like their lives, wrestling fans' lives are trying yeah. to figure out whether something that happens on wrestling is real life yeah. or a work you know is yeah. this a shooter or a work the nerds yeah there's a lot of a lot of like beyond nerds a lot of bad, the, the room didn't smell great but you know what the thing about wrestling when you're a fan of it I like it because I like the I like the the excitement I like the yeah. fun points like they take it like it's life and death and it's weird do you ever get when they get really annoyed they'll be like it should be put like no one hates wrestling more than wrestling fans yeah. and I'm like just enjoy the thing you're watching because yeah, I, I get the same thing with Arsenal supporters you know Arsenal fan TV yeah I hate them guys but I love Arsenal so I, I like watching the sport I don't mm-hmm. like knowing too much you know what I think would be that? a moment in history that you can see those nerd guys getting really annoyed but then do you remember when John Cena won a Elimination Chamber match and everyone absolutely hated it all the time. And they're like, ah, and then yeah. Edge cast his money in the bag. That. I bet you they were all, and I bet you Vince McMahon was like, ha ha ha! Because I was Take like, that, you fatty. I was 10 at the time. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, no. And I was a big John Cena guy. Yeah. And now I come and I was like, how's that allowed? Yeah. How is that allowed? John Cena's just wrestled. Yeah, and I would have been about 17. I'd have been into the yeah. sex and all. Like, yeah. I was just doing sex, yeah, guy. He's going to have sex. That was his character, sex, man. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go home and have sex. Because even though in my mind, at the time, I could still not rationalise why that was uh, an appropriate way to celebrate. <laughs> you know, having, having a live sex show. Yeah, I find yeah. that weird. Everyone tune into Raw, you're going to see Lita's one tit. Yeah. Which and, you did. And everybody did. Everyone saw that one tit. Mm-hmm. Now, nice what, what I would have preferred would have been if they'd have just done it no duvets involved just <laughs> flat out just pounding you just want that awkward 15 minutes yeah. of sofa finger. 15 minutes I don't know I'm talking about just straight in there <laughs> like this I'm looking down the hard camera and the ditties are going and they're just fucking and JR's commentated you know oh my god he's a bastard and then the king's like can I get in there can I get in there oh. and he just pulls out she's too old for me you know what the fuck was that the deck and the jet that's, that's how it finishes but yeah, yeah the Eric Bischoff crowd um, none of that going on there. no 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 yeah. one in that room's hard sex ever including me so it was like everyone was just oh, no. like he'd be talking about something and just I, I can't find a way to say it a lot of the crowd maybe you know have learning issues hey do you know what I mean maybe not the best at social cues yeah so Eric Bischoff will be talking about oh yeah I was on Raw in 2003 and then someone would just be like uh, Eric can I ask you about when the Bulldog debuted in 1997 uh, and everyone else is being like shut the fuck up fucking yeah. shut up and he would wait until everyone stopped shouting at him and then would go and in 1997, when he did debut, like yeah. just not phased by the... Yeah. And he was there alone, I think, that one guy. Oh. There was also a guy who had to be thrown out because he kept talking about the price of Sky Sports in 1997. <laughs> just kept going, it was very, it was over £30, £30 we had to pay. And they were like, you need to leave, you're yeah. talking too much. And he would just go, I, I just was think that, that's extortionate. Was that the Bulldog guy or a different guy? Different guy, different people. Oh, wow. And did that carry on? Like, Did it look like... Eric Bischoff was pissed off. He handled. He looked the least pissed off out of mm-hmm. everyone. But this is a guy who does wrestling conventions for a living, so he's kind of yeah. looking around, going, "Oh no, I, you're all like this. You're yeah. all fucking losers." Like, yeah. Would that be something? Do you reckon if you were to? And I'm not saying there should be anything like this, obviously, because I'm joking. But if there happened to be like you know another type, you know, let's say concentration camp where you eradicated people would wrestling fans be a good place to start I don't know because we'd be in there but we'd be the alright ones we'd do a test first and then we'd get through it nah we'd be in there we'd be bullying other campmates but we'd be in there do you know what I mean yeah but then they wouldn't kill us they'd have us plowing fields or something I'd be plowing fields mate I'd be too useful I'd be too useful I'd be a wee bull they'd just put around me and let me feel do you know what you you can be a wee sensitive boy sometimes I think you'd be the first to die in a concentration camp yeah but then I can turn it on man I can be angry I can be a psycho as well I don't know, see more. In a concentration camp, life and death? You, you I'm would, turning up. I think you die. I'm turning up. I think that the loss of hope would break you. Whereas I have mm. no hope, so I'm fine. Yeah, but I'm the one thinking about setting it up. I'm just looking some advice here of who you put in it first. Save a bit of money. You'll get the prices down. Who a bit. would we put in our 2023 concentration mm-hmm. camp? Where would you build it? For a start, we need to take business. Where would you build it? Do you know why they're not using the old maze prison to build a stadium? Yes. yes. We'll use it as a concentration. See, I think it's a bit too far out of the way. Too far away? Yeah, I'd, I'd stick it in Boucher Road called Bushfits. Okay. Stick them in there. Okay. And just, that's, <laughs> I just had that name and I just wanted to say it. And I think, oh, wait a second. Okay, but, yeah. so we're, who are we going to put in Bushfits? Wrestling fans. Right. For a start. So you've, put your, you've no, built the concentration no, no, no. for yourself immediately? Wrestling virgins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wrestling so, virgins go in there. People like people who like, like me, big sex guys. Sex man, an ass man here. 
Yeah, we. By the way, you look like a man who's never had sex. No, I mean, ever. I look like somebody that would be at the Eric Bischoff live event going <laughs> their price is Sky Sports is a disgrace sorry Eric can I talk to you about the booking of 1999 I know like, uh, why, why is that guy so annoyed about it I was disgusted at the treatment of Vampiro <laughs> Vampiro should have had a main event run <laughs> shut up I believe the wall deserved the mid-card title at least <laughs> and you're like mate let it, let it go I know, do you know why because he's been stewing over it for 30 years know, until fuck, he gets to be there Eric fucking Bishop. rage and I'll get Bishop one day <laughs> one day in the long grass Bischoff he else would go in there um, anyone with PT in their Instagram handle? Oh yeah, because there are a few good ones, but I'm yeah. afraid the bad ones outweigh you. Yeah, you know I would also have unfit cyclists. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes, that's a very good answer. Yeah. That's a very good answer. Unfit cyclists. Don't mind the cyclist. No, if they're wearing the helmet, the gear, yep. and they're going at decent speed. Yeah, see some fat cunt in Adidas mm-hmm. shorts and a fucking old Liverpool top. No, but see if you're if you're like I have this thing about cyclists where if you're on the road. You need to go the speed limit because people have places to go and things yeah. to see. There's enough cycle lanes, and if you're going so slow, like that, be in a footpath. Yeah, and like, and that's another thing. Police need to arrest. This is this should be a thing. See if you're cycling without a helmet, arrest straight and bush. See if you're cycling without a helmet, I should legally be allowed to ram your back wheel. Yes, that's like fair. not hard. That's fair. Don't have to run you over, but I'm allowed mm-hmm. to hit you and nudge. You know what? This is one that I have had beef with before, but I'm over the initial beef, so it's a specific side. Uh, it's a side of beef. It's a side of beef. It's a, yeah. side it's a beef. silver side. Yeah. What we're doing here is we're saying it's a group, the group of sea swimmers who bring the like the breakfast picnics, the barbecues, the sausages, the champagne. They have mimosas at Helen's Bay at seven in the morning. Those guys, and then the ones that post about it. That's got to stop. I'd say that's a that's a very posh person problem, Dave. Yeah, that's a, that's got to stop. I'm afraid the people living in the streets like myself, we don't have that problem. No. You just swim in like puddles and stuff. We we just yeah we swim in the drains. In the just the drains like turtles. Yeah, yeah. That's where we. That's where we. No one's drinking mimosas, Dave. No, but th- this is but this is the problem. This is why we go to both sides. This is why Boschwitz is open for all. You know, we're not just going to pick. We're a very inclusive you know, concentration. This camp. concentration camp is just. But all all the all the reason behind it is just you know bringing down costs so things are cheaper for us. Yeah, like you- Sky. Scat, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's what it all comes back to. I can't believe it. Are you still hate sea swimmers? You know what? I just hate everything. You know what I hate? And I'll, I'll be straight on. It's, it, it's a lot of things. I hate people who don't have a personality and do an activity which becomes their personality. Yeah. Brought do, to you by comedians William Thompson, Dave Elliott. Yeah. But you know what I mean? For example, whenever you're a boring bastard, yeah. what do you go and do? <laughs> get a shit haircut like a mullet. You know, like mullets, so you go and get a mullet. You're like, oh, look, and people are like, oh, you're mad, and then they talk. You're like, actually, no, you're a born cunt. You know, it's like these kids. Who the fuck has seen someone with a mullet? And went, oh, you're. Oh, mad. but that's what they do. And like, oh, he's so mad. He he, he went got a, a shit haircut. <laughs> I want to know why mullets came back in. No, and curtains are another thing. Curtains never look good. Curtains are cool. I like curtains. No. I had curtains as a baby. Yeah, but now you're what, twenty seven or something. And if I could pull off those curtains, well, I would. Twenty seven. Yeah. Oh, good luck getting out of that age. They're 27 club, you know what If I at? die yeah. this year, I'll go down as like this kid had potential. Yeah. Whereas you could waste it the rest of my life, but if mm-hmm. I die at 27. Listen, look at Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Fair play I there. can't because she died at 27. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, you go. You See, listen. I mean? That's Kurt Cobain, dead at 27. Yeah, but everyone. Jim Morrison, dead at 27. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing about Jim Morrison right now. Come on, baby, let my. The doors are a bit shit. No, they're not. 
a wee bit shit. But they're okay. A wee, they're a bit shit though. They're not a me. They're not the best they're band fine. ever. They're fine. They're a wee. If he hadn't died, no, you, you know, you'd you be like, nah, they're a wee bit shit. Like if Liam Gallagher or Noel Gallagher had died at twenty-seven, mm-hmm. Oasis would have been immortalized. Yes, but they time to get a little bit. But shit. you know what? But that happens to all the bands. Maybe apart from the Rolling Stones, because they don't really release new music. But they, yeah, you know, because so think, when they bring out new music, people go, that's yeah. shit. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. What sometimes happens with the twenty seven club? You're like, oh, it's it's a shame. But then people rem- rem- like Jimi Hendrix. He was twenty seven club. He, in fairness, he is brilliant, and you would have loved him maybe another decade out of him. But I think certain people need to retire in certain fields, you know. Yeah, who or else who would you say put the guitar down? Paul McCartney needs to stop releasing music. He's yeah, he does. You know, and and Ringo, I enjoy what Ringo Starr does. He just goes around and eats eats, eats vegetables. He's eighty seven now. And he looks fucking amazing. Yeah, he's great, Ringo. Do you know what I mean? Like, the Paul looks like your granny. Yes, and she's been dead for a decade. But Ringo still yeah. looks cool. Yeah, and Ringo sounds like a sort of guy who would be in a stable with Ass Man. <laughs> Ring's, uh, Ringo, Ringo Star and Ass Man. <laughs> Ringo Star would be dirtier than that. Ass Man would be like fucking all Jack. No, Ringo would be the wee stink. Like, Ringo would be like Father James Mitchell. That's a niche wrestling reference. That is. Is that yeah. uh, You know, a business manager? Yes. Oh, him. So he'd be a wee, he'd be a wee creep guy. Ringo <laughs> Star. And the, Ringo Star and the Ass Man. I mean, that's a band I'd go and see. I would like, it if I was a wrestling manager, just to be a guy who just eats all the time. Like, like my guy no just eats right, okay. like my client will be wrestling in the ring and like just halfway through the match a delivery comes and I'm like oh, here big man <laughs> yeah be good and, but I'm a heel because I don't share it I get enough that I could share it uh-huh. but I don't and then you go to like the fat disabled people in front row and off <laughs> yeah. the and go nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. but what, who else would be in your in your camp this is this is like room 101 but who, definitely offensive who would you put in the camp yeah oh, oh Camp David that's what you could call too because I'm David and there's also Camp David it has this. very anti-Semitic undertones I know, which is ironic because I'm Jewish. I mean, I'm named David after the star of Judaism. Um, but that, but see that style, like style nowadays, is something I, that annoys me in people. You know, like see the see the like the, this thing where, where people like, oh, what are you? Oh, I'm a cyclist. Are you? Do you do nothing else? Do you yeah. just cycle all you, day every that's day? All you do. Is yeah. that it? Are you half man, half wheels? I no. agree with the unfit people doing it. Yeah, you need to be a certain level before you're on the road. Do you know? You know what? Old people is? drivers are up there for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just someone doing 20 mile an hour on a 70 fucking road. Yeah. I'm like, get moving, Agnes. But sometimes what you have to respect is that this thing happened to us. We were at the, the gym last week, me and Catherine. Mm-hmm. And hey, listen, whatever. This guy's just come from PT. We're two athletes, you know. But um, she came, we were coming back to get in the car. Sword. She was going to get into the car. And this wee old woman was kind of trying to park. I say old woman, probably 60s. Yeah. She's trying to pull, and Catherine's like, you're going to hit that car. Just watch, you're going to hit that car. And the woman's like, yeah. she goes, you're going to hit that in the car. She's like, <laughs> so then she reversed out and drove in right alongside us and just kept looking straight ahead. And the window was down. Catherine's like, oh, you hit that car there? No response. She just gets out the door. Now, she parked so tight that it made it awkward for her. She was trying to get out the door and all. And as she got out, Catherine's like, excuse me, you know, you hit that car door. And the woman just grabbed their car door. Doof, slammed it, took a yoga mat. Fucked under arms. Like, excuse me, you know you hit, and I beat the horn. Just totally ignored us. Completely went in the gym, pumped up. I love that. And like I, I said to her, she's like, "Did you see that?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's quite classic." <laughs> yeah, that's fucking. You know, she just wrecked someone's car and give fuck. Still yeah. going do you yoga. That car, no, then. Yeah, like how can you go and do a yoga session being that raging? <laughs> fucking, <laughs> like you need to be saying, "Listen, Cheryl, be saying." She's like, "I'm fucking be saying." Just fucking rode off some bastards. I go out there for fuck's sake. You know it was. It was a weird it was just a strike because it was like one minute later earlier she's like yeah yeah and then the next minute 
she was oblivious to us. Reminds me of a guy, an Indian guy who went to my school. I can't remember his, his name. I think it was like Sadipta. I love that's fun. You don't remember his name. I'm just going to wing this here. No, I think it was Sadipta. Sadipta? His name was Sadipta. And his dad. That's like someone with a, with a fucking lisp trying to ask for some special vegetable broth. <laughs> Can I have some Sadipta, please, Daddy? It's racist. No, I didn't do the voice. I didn't do the voice. This is a problem too. See, nowadays in society, it's so fucking shit because I am great at accents and I want to do voices, but I can't do it because I'm Do them. You know, and like, even cultural appropriation's a problem nowadays. Do you know what I mean? People are like, oh, you know, here's why cultural appropriation exists. Because certain people in certain places do things better. And it makes sense to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Give me all the good shit of your yeah. culture. Like, see if somebody we're technically, you know, we're from the island of Ireland. Mm-hmm. We don't have that, that privilege that the English does. Why privilege doesn't apply to us, in my opinion. No, no. I don't think it does. We don't have the historical... But what I like about this is the thing, up. like, I don't know, people get all annoyed about, are you also in Northern Ireland? Fuck that. I'm Northern Irish. Yeah. I still consider myself British, still consider myself Irish. That's my right to do so, if yeah. I want, so if it suits me. Do you know what I mean? I love under anything, anything to do with this country mm-hmm. at all. Doesn't matter what it is, someone will be arguing about what, what it's called. Yeah. Vittorio had a clip up and someone went oh Italian American dreamy and uh-huh. someone underneath it went actually I think you'll find it's Northern Ireland and the island of Ireland like yo this girl's just yeah. getting wet right yeah. she doesn't want your fucking yeah. political ideology she wants fucking stuff but I mean, she doesn't want to hear your fucking but I mean, history it, lesson I, what I, uh, Vittorio's a handsome guy but I don't know if throughout history you'd say Irish Italian's a good thing like you're not having stew with oregano on it are you I don't know but like also, I don't know why you're underneath a post of someone being thirsty yeah, going, actually, I think you'll find in the history of Ireland, like, meatballs no one potato. fucking wants to know, you nerd. Yeah. But that's the Did thing. you meatballs and mashed potatoes? Meatballs and mashed potatoes? They used to serve up my school. <laughs> oh, no. They did, when they ran out of pasta. Was that some sort of, like, you know, crossover type thing? No, it was in no. my school. If they ran out of, like, chips or, like, pasta or rice, they'd just give you mashed potato. I like that. It's mashed potato and bolognese. Mashed potato and curry sauce. Uh, you know what? That'd be alright. No, it wasn't. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. What's the dupe the fucking region up there? Being like, what the oh, fuck? I tried, I forgot what the you. fuck? So the dupe his dad had just learned how to drive. Right? Okay. So he picks the up from school one day. Oh, how, uh, by the way, how embarrassing is that when you're getting collected from school by your dad and he's on the R plate? He's got, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck me. <laughs> your dad's blasting face <laughs> on there. Yeah. So the way in those oh, girls no. is a wee thin lane. So you could, you know, it was quite narrow to get down. And to get out, he drove right in, and he had to reverse out. And there was a girl. He's giving me such anxiety thinking about this. He reversed into the girl's car, moved forward. He must have thought he hit a curb, because he reversed back into it again, moved forward, reversed back into it again, moved forward, and just kept going back and forth into this girl's car for about a solid fifteen minutes before he finally drove off. Seduce the senior? What the fuck? She was a very socially awkward girl, so she was kind of just sitting there, like didn't know what to do. As this old Indian man just fucking uh-huh. robot wars her car, and you know, constantly. you know, you know, in that car while he's doing that, the word bastard's being thrown around. <laughs> <squad of> <laughs> you know, he's going back <laughs> for about fifteen solid minutes. <laughs> he just fucking ran their car over and over. Seduce just sitting there with his lunchbox, like. Or has he not got him yet? He's like, fuck that. What are you doing? Dad, so, you're hitting this car. Sanupta was a quiet boy. Didn't really say much. Maybe his dad's just flat out doing this and Sanupta's like, fuck me. You know, some stereotypes exist for a reason. You know, hey, what can you do? Fuck's sake. 
Poor we sit up this da. Oh, sit up this da. Sit up this da. He's fucked up her car. Oh, Jesus sake. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. He's like, oh, God. And I bet you what's happened to her. She's like got some sort of tism from back in the day. She's yep. gone back to her dad and her dad's fucking, oh, fuck up the air car. And then it's like, oh, Shut up this dad. And he's like, I told him not to let that fucking bastard in the country. I told him to send him back to where he's from. George like, Scar, you do look like a guy who holds those opinions. I know, you I really do. I? <laughs> I do. You do. You you could play a, a right bad bastard. I think I could. Like. That should be a show, David, David Elliott, right bad right bastard. Bad bastard. Right. But then the problem is, uh, you come off and I'd be like, oh, well, how was that? Was that good take? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Do you mind if I have a Becky or three? Because you, you know what? Oh, not anymore, mate. Physique. Yeah. But what stressed me out, it happened when we were doing a show in the courthouse. I don't know, were you there that day? And there was a fire alarm. It was one of Kieran's ones. But there was a fire alarm and they sent everybody out the front of the courthouse. And when we were there at the same time, there's a hotel beside the courthouse that's housing uh, asylum seekers. So every Friday at a certain time, there's a protest by like guys that look like me standing in front <laughs> going, send them where where are the wives and the children and then it's like no one ever goes actually by the way they're in they're in family hostels by the way the wives and kids just you know they're like where are the fuck where are the only fucking young single rapist skin in this country and they're like well no they're they're their wives are here that doesn't matter yeah fuck, doesn't work much, to my narrative you bastard they're very much old married rapists yeah fucking so then they're all like the is fuck. there many in these protests or is it four dudes um, yeah, it's like six dudes. <laughs> However, yeah, yeah, yeah. when there was a fire alarm, the North Downs and Art Spectator was there to like fill in these, look at these bastards out here fucking yeah. protesting these guys. And then there's me standing outside the front of the fire alarm <laughs> being like, I hope I don't get a photo of me like this. Stamps because it's just going to look like I'm there. <laughs> He's fucking right. Boytown's Dave Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking Boytown, that's right. <laughs> Boytown has fucking walls. I tell you, he doesn't get in. Those fucking... Do you ever talk uh, about your old... Cut this if you don't, your old job on here? Well, you know what? Fuck it, I'm leaving. So, no, I do sometimes. Have yeah. you not left? Well, I'm on a career break until December, right, but okay. I'm, I'm going. Did you ever have to deal with many of that? Much of that? Racism? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. A bit yeah. Of it, but it was, it was annoying because it was like... I agreed with them. No, um, <laughs> it, 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 it was annoying because it was like, it, it was just such ignorance. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, people are like, well, they're, they're fucking come taking our house. And it's like, yeah, but where do you want people to go? Like, It's like my favourite clip is like, they're coming over here, taking our jobs, and they're not even working. They come, that's how the guy talks. He's like, come over here, they're taking our jobs, and they're not even working. And the guy's like, how are they taking your job if they're not working? Because they do it. They do it every day. It's as simple as that. They do it. Yeah. And you're like, that guy being like, you're not getting hired yeah. anywhere. No. Man well, who looks like Kirk from Carnation Street. See, that's the thing too. Like, and, and and this is part of the system too, being broken back to Bushfits. But there's, there's like, I remember there's one girl, one of my tenants who was, you know, real sound. And she was trying to do her best. She was a young single mum. And she had taken up a job and it was to work 16 hours a week in a place but whatever happened, she took that 16 hours a week job. Her benefits were cut, so she was now earning yeah. less money. And she was like, I have to leave work to go back on benefits. I was like, yeah. well, there's a system. Surely make it incentive-based. If you work, you don't, you're not. Surely if you work, you should not get less money than if you don't. 
you know yeah. what I mean? And there's a lot of people I found that you know could be doing something, but just get a bit picky. You know what I mean? Like actually, this is better, and that's a problem. But, but then you wonder, you know, if you're making more money on benefits than yeah. you are working, yeah. Why would you? Generally, oh, no, why would you? But that's it. And that's why I said there. I was like, I get you. Yeah. But at the same time, that's why that system needs to change. But there was this send guy. Send them all down the fucking mine. Send them to Bush fits, mate. That's fucking solve a problem. Um, send the poor to a concentration. <laughs> that's camp. it. Listen, I'm from, I'm from Bangor. Like it's, it's probably sounds very snobby. I mean, I know, I know. but I had a guy come in to me one day. Now, whenever you'd like fill out housing applications or homelessness applications in the day, and they'd come in and you got all their details and yada yada. And this dude comes in and he is, um, he's foreign guy, he's black. Um, that's all I know when he walks in because obviously I can see what he looks like. He's got, he ain't got no hands, mate. And <laughs> lead with that, he has yeah. no hands. Yeah, he said no hands. Where does hands go? I'll, I'll get there. So he came in and he had to bring him in. And he was like, right, so you know what what language do you speak? And he's like, uh, Somalian. Uh, dead on. Come in the room here with me because I get a bit nervous in front of people, but in in private I can speak fluent Somali. Um, no, we we've got an interpreter, phone service. <laughs> so I bring him in the room, sit him down, get the phone service. I'm like, listen to this gentleman here. He's looking to present his homeless but I pass him over. Now it was awkward to give him the phone because he had no hands. So it was like you know you're playing buckaroo every time you give it to him, trying to balance, and he's like, okay. <laughs> So he's chatting away, and then they listen to what he says, translate to me, and he's like, yeah, he's looking at a house, blah, blah, blah. In fact, no, Larry had a house. He says, he comes in, he's been offered a house. He's looking at hands. Yes, but I mean, wrong place. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Go to yeah. hospital, don't come up here. <laughs> up the road to City Hospital, see if I've got any spare ones going. You know, and he's... Just a weed box of hands. No, just, yeah, or even utensils. Get a fucking spatula and a ladle. Go to work, you know. <laughs> get a job down in Asher's, you know. Do the thing, do the work. But he's on me and he said, yeah, basically, I've been given a threat that um, I'm going to get put out. In fact, I'm a liar again. I, we got the threat that we had asked to come in, right? So we got the threat and we had told him we got word from the community that there was a threat against this guy. And we had to tell him through the interpreter that there was a threat if he takes his house. Basically, it was, it could spray paint at locals only. Right. Which, I mean, you know, it's quite, it's, it's probably difficult for people who spray paint that sort of thing because that's what a lot of like food producers are pushing nowadays. So it's like, yeah. you, you can either have it one way or, you know what I mean? You can't have your cake and eat it. If you want local produce, you want local fucking shops. But, you know, see, so you, you need to, you know, it's like, don't be saying shop local, support yeah. local, support local business. But then whenever they send foreign people in and they lose their shit, they, you know what I mean? People can't compute it. But anyway, so he comes in and I'm he's so confused by the point you're making. The point was, <laughs> and, I, and I got lost in it and I sound racist. The point is, right, they are telling people to support local and buy local and do all this. But whenever they say locals only when it comes to housing, it's a problem. Yeah, That's what I'm saying you know, it was okay. We joke, but I got lost okay. in it a bit yeah. there. Didn't work. You, you look like you meant it. Yeah, I know, and I, and because of this face, it looks it. You, th- you, th- you really seem like you wanted that to be mm-hmm. a thing. But no, no, I mean, I'd be, I would shockingly be very much, in see if someone's vulnerable and need help, I'm there for you. Yeah. So he was like, right, okay. I love you. So when he's like, so I was like, listen, <laughs> his name was, I think his name was Muhammad. Actually, this dude. Oh, very well. There's yeah. not many. Yeah. No, not many. So I was whatever, and he come back to him, and he, and he saw him go. Ha. Like, what the fuck's he laughing? Hand the phone back, and he's like, "Yeah, it's okay. He still wants to take a house." I like, know, oh, but there's gonna be a, like the might he might be at risk. He's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> "So bad." <laughs> Should have done that. Sorry. And the guy's like, "Listen, what he said basically was he can take a broken window because at home in Somalia, the government took him. They took him in the middle of the night from his house." cut his hands off and they dipped it in boiling oil and he said they were going to come back and kill him and his family if he didn't leave so he can deal with a bit of broken glass and I was like okay fair play to you you know in that case you know you'll take it so why'd they do that? 
They're sly. Like, so, like oh heck! But then there's another guy from Somalia. Why the oil? In. Why the boiling oil? I don't know. They cut his. I think maybe to like cauterize it or something. Right. But, okay. But either way, I'm sore because like his whole arm, there was like his all splattered, looked like burns up. It was horrible. Like I know because I was like, what? May cover those? You know? It was yeah. <laughs> but, Gross. Yeah. But it looked so just sore. Just wear like a wee jumper, so you just look shy. Yeah, look like you're like one like a wee flirty just girl. Just you know? <laughs> just, <laughs> just the girl that absolutely does yeah. put out, but pretend she I doesn't. can take a window. Uh, I no. can take a broken window. Yeah, but uh, he yeah, I felt I felt and real bad for him. His hands because he was just dishing out wine. But then it was because there was I mean those guys secretly love that. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever like another f- a fella came over from Somalia and came in for interview, he didn't need an interpreter. He could speak full English, and I loved speaking to him because I was like, "Can you tell me like full English?" He came in and went beans, sausage, like, all right, mate, soda bread. He's like, "I fucking love the works." But he he was like, I said like, you know, not being. I was like, "What?" Because in my mind, I always thought it was a bit mad. Like, if you're in Somalia, you're not going. One day I'll be in Belfast. One day I'll live in the Donegal Pass. Like to me, that's not something. Like, you can see, like yeah. London, New York. You'd be like, oh, big. Yeah. But but I mean, you know, Sandy Row. You're yeah. going. I've always wanted a guacamole. And I said to him, I was like, you know, they might, don't mind me asking, what what was it about Belfast that brought you here? And he's like, well, obviously, and he told me what was going on in Somalia, and I was like, oh yeah, that's bad. That does sound bad. He's like, you know, a lot of people go out over the desert trying to get into other countries to get away from the. the there's a lot of, like people being murdered flat out horrendous apparently over there. So he says, anyway, yeah. he could be spoofing me. And then he's like, and we go on boats, and he's like. Well, we know there's a high chance we'll die, but it's better than where we are because if we stay, we know we'll die. And I was like, that is shit, I feel for you, mate. Um, and then I was like, but why Belfast? And he's like, because Belfast is a city, but it's small, so you can walk everywhere. And I was like, didn't think about that. Fair enough. Yeah, so it makes sense. But so again, it's like the people who are going, oh, these fucking people coming in, never for once be like, you know, I, I, with all due respect, I don't think they would, in an ideal scenario, be here. You know, I think they'd prefer to be in their home no, and not Davis be in murder. It's the best, you know? best place in the world to be. Yeah. That's why they want to come here. Yeah. It's the best fucking place ever. But then at one point as well, like you look at Donegal Pass, it's quite a, a high percentage of, like, an Anadale, high Chinese population. You know, those, like. They're all stoned as fuck. They had to get. At one point, they're like, you're not getting in here. And then, like, they whip up some sweet. Ah, uh, yeah. Restaurants. Like, oh, you need some. You need to get the Somali yeah. food, Somalian food, get but that then, whipped out. But there's just such. such He's you know, not going to do it. No, no. But I mean, stick, that's it. Stick a little in his, in his hand. He can dish out the soup. Happy yeah. days. Like, I mean, that pot needs more oil. He's just like, yeah. Oh. And he's like, no, <laughs> not me. I'll use Lurpak. No, no meth. No meth. But you know, but you know what? That's the thing. I, I just think they should be, you know, everyone should be given a chance. Again, de- decks is my policy. They should be given decks. Decks. I think like if you're a dick, no matter where you are, what you're from, what your background is, if you're a dick, dick asylum seekers, get yourself out. No decks, away you go. But right. like, what well, what falls under the the remit of a dick? Say someone's just a fucking miserable, wee hateful arsehole. It makes other like people. Lives miserable, just be fucking waste of space and waste of life. Bushfit. Bushfit. I mean, I, I don't care if like you're like Gurney, we can't. Yeah, exactly. Me, essentially. Yeah. But don't you, know, you, know, you, you go out, you, you know what I mean? You go out, you, you don't hate people, really, I openly. I you know, but keep it to myself, but deep yeah. down, I'm an angry wee boy. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. I mean, it's very been a very interesting podcast. This has been probably one that gets cancelled. But hey, listen, <laughs> a lot of fun. What are you looking at there? Get a big message? Yes, I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Saying if it was important, it wasn't. Was it? No. It's just about bank details and stuff. Bank details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not going to fall for that, are you? They're like, this person's been dead. Why are you using their bank? And Excuse I'm like, me. Fucking <laughs> shut up. You'd be like, prove her dead. Uh, you can't have a death certificate when they're in my fucking basement. Give me three million, Halifax, you stupid boy. Yeah, I mean. There was a dude doing that for a bit. There was a guy, did you see that story? A dude was on the way to collect money from like his grand or something. 
and the grandad died on the way in. The guy right. brought him into the place to be like, here he is. And they're like, how much was it? Because but if, there it's, were, if it's a couple of hundred <laughs> thousand, I mean, you're already there. Yeah, but you, they if were. If it's but 80 was, quid. But that was the thing. They were on the way and he was like, ah, well, since we're basically here, may as well go in. I was like, full weekend at Bernie's. And the guy was like, mate, your granite doesn't look too well. And he's like, oh, he just does this. Say hello, David. <laughs> like, it was fucking, it's weird. And then he ended up getting the baller. And he's like, well, what the fuck? Like, me, my granddad wanted to go and take the money out. Eric Bischoff was that night. Yeah. <laughs> and I needed to go. Was he selling merch? Speaking of that, yeah, did he, he need... was selling merch. I didn't oh, get it. What sort of merch did he have? Just like old frame photos. It was more inside the ropes, the company that runs it. Their oh, merch. yeah. Bishop right, okay. didn't really have much. Inside the ropes are good. Why Johnny Poe? Does he like Eric Bishop? Oh, I think so. He liked the attitude era. I know it surprised me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Was he wearing a suit? No. Just shirt and jeans. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a bit freaky. Because he's like, oh. I, I couldn't find him. And he's like, I'm over here tomorrow. He's like, you're not Johnny Poe. And was it his idea? Food. Yeah. So weird. Are any other in, inside the ropes coming out? I don't know. I don't know. I t- Some of them are really good. A lot of them are quite boring. Yeah. The Chris Jericho one was really good. I've been to see. Who's the boring ones? You're like, fuck me. Bischoff was up there, like, but yeah. I think it was more the crowd were fucking. Yeah. You know what? What What do you think as a performer? Do you think venues should take more responsibility on fucking people out zero? Yeah. Yeah. To a degree, yeah. Yeah. Or, or at least have a word with it. Let's see if they're fucking ruining a show like that. Out. At least have a word. Some performers like it, and if that yeah. performers like, I don't mind it. Fair enough. But you know what I think? I think the increase in people putting out crowd work clips is causing unrest amongst audiences. I don't think it's that. I think so. I think it was the pandemic and people forgot how to behave when they're out. And yeah. then you're also getting younger people who never knew how to behave when they're out. Yeah. Also, you're getting people increasingly using their phones. Yeah. So they're not used to being in social settings. Yeah. But no, I still think seeing people sees it, they're like, oh, he, we, we just go out and he just talks to us and ha ha. And you're like, fuck up. Yeah. I know people who are going, they love crowd work. And as soon as someone does material, like, I'd shake them. Yeah. Just do crowd stuff. Yeah. Which, this will surprise many people. We don't like the crowd stuff. No. And the crowd stuff is always quite mid, anyway. It, it's, it's more... Like, you're rare, like The joke's rarely banging. Yeah. It's more just it's amazing that you got anything out yeah. from nowhere. Yeah. And I think because, obviously, people are doing material that's being worked and they're putting it into shows, they don't want to burn up by putting clips out. But yet there's this unbelievable... Like, I'm seeing new acts now putting fucking clips. I'm like, why are you doing that? Like, I, work, nothing happened there. Working yourself and, like, also film things better. No. I mean, no one's going to stumble across a bra- like someone that's just started out. Look at their clip and go. Yeah, I'll follow them. Young acts shouldn't be putting clips no. out. See if I saw some of my earlier sets, I kill myself. Yeah, I'm I remember scummy. like when I start, like people were putting up like ten minute sets and all, mm-hmm. and you're like, what the? No one, no one's watching it. Yeah, no, it's wild. But like, I, I just don't know what the next move is. You know, whenever everyone's getting shorter, 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 there must come a point where people like it'll go full long form again. To be like, we're just going to watch entire YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you do? Like, say you're sitting, eating your breakfast in the morning. Like, I, I would watch YouTube and the laptop, because if I'm doing a bit of work, I'd radio, watch radio videos. Radio 4, Mega. Radio 4? I like Radio 4. Nice. And what, what on your the, phone? The, oh, yeah, there's yeah. just a wee app you can listen to it. So I'll try and get the news for, like, 10 o'clock. Nice. The Radio 4 news, best news, but... Nice. See, I... It's all facts, bars, none of this fucking metal stuff. And if I've missed the news, I'll just watch people getting hurt by falling over. Nice. Like Shane showed sore. me the Tom Segura clip where he falls over and breaks both his arms. So sore. And Shane was disgusted by the fact that I found it fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's the. This is where the world's the world's fucked. He did that, and his first thought was ah, and the second thought was content. Yeah, hundred percent. That's wild. I'd put that out. 
But also Shane was like, why are you laughing so hard at mm. that? I'm like, because it's really funny. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, I like, like you've been framed where people get a wee bit hurt. And I'm like, yeah. no, I want that you've been framed where they don't get up after. You've been you've been maimed. Y- you, That's what yeah. you want. You've been permanently damaged. Yeah, this is, hello, this is my new show. You've been maimed with me, yeah. William Thompson. Don't show me like your, oh, your mum falling over the sofa and like mm-hmm. lands on some cushions. I want her falling over the sofa, mm-hmm. hits her head off the coffee table, and doesn't dies. move, and then like the cat starts eating her face. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's what you want to see. I like want that. people actually hurt. You know what's going to make a good clip? When I try to kick a football at you on Saturday, I slept the Mars. Fucking dickhead. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was sitting trying to write my set. I was yeah. all nervous and shit. But you were just sitting over. I was looking over. And, and my first thought was, oh, look, and I'm all sweet and innocent doing as we sat and all. I was like, I'm going to have a fucking boot of football in his face here, we cunt. And then I had no shoes on because I thought I'd, you know, I thought I was canting on the beach or something. I was like, better control. <laughs> so then I just lamped the ball at him and my standing foot on the slippy surface just went just up. Just the deck. And I remember my feet just being in the air, and I'm, I'm me seeing both my feet going, oh no, it's not going to be good, mate. <laughs> Poof, and on the ground. And then also, if you watch it back, you can hear my response. I am actually annoyed that you did it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just look up and go, are you fucking all right, mate? <laughs> I spat everywhere. Yeah. Sorry. I enjoyed it. But, no, I did. Not I was just spit, like, but are you fucking all right, lad? <laughs> and then saw you were on the ground. I was like, good. yeah. But no, I was, I, you know what? Weirdly, putting you there. weirdly as, a, as a big man, I can take a fall well. You'd yeah. hate it. You'd hate it. You'd be like, fuck, he's not hurt. Yeah, can't. you got up straight away. I was yeah. annoyed, and I laughed. I was laughing a lot. It was very funny. I thought I was getting subbed in. I was like, "Oh, rack. how great was the photo of us taking coke?" No, how great was the photo of us drinking Cactus Jack? Very that good. was a fun time. What about we Kerry taking like a shot and a half and caught with full red? Oh, I, but then that's another thing. It was so sly. Everyone was like, "Ah, look how red you are, and all." And he was like. Yeah, no, and the worst thing when you go red, when someone are like, oh, look, you're fucking red. And, like, red. and you can't stop. You get, you turn so red, you turn purple. And then I think you could have gone and have a few drinks that night. And then after, and then that, after like, that, he stopped, no. yeah. And you know who did drink that night? Us. Uh, yeah, I had the most. And but, I was upset. I thought everyone was out for But you know what? Everybody I thought everyone the, was up for one. Everybody wanted to cramp our style, just us. Yeah, it was me two. and you getting hammered. That was it. And to be fair, I was on earlier than you, so as soon as I was yeah. done... I was like, but do you know what? I, I was I hammered. was just drinking on stage, having a great time. You were, you know, which you was fun time. What was funny? I was doing the school run today, um, and there was a mum. I just heard Dave, and I turned around. She goes, "You were great on Saturday night. I love the fact you tried the worm." I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." Oh yeah, you did the worm. Yeah, on stage for six thousand people. What a fucking asshole! I completely asshole. forgot about that. You know, it was a good time though. Yeah, very fun time. It was a lot of fun. Speaking of fun, what have you got anything coming up? Anything you want to talk about? Oster Hall, but it's basically sold out is there a couple of single tickets for guys who maybe couple are, of freaks couple are, of freaks want to go alone are raging that sky was 30 yeah. quid back in the day there's about fuck 20 no, the way the way it's we dots fuck out it's sold out mate Don't yeah, be, so, is it yeah it, see if it's just single dots it is right yeah because yeah, sold you're sold out happy days um if i've got a fucking gig that night but i'm gonna tramp on uk tour we're in glasgow liverpool manchester brighton halifax all the big ones luton Luton, man, Luton. He's in Luton because my sister texts me. It's like I live near Luton. I might go and see William, and I was like, "Well, just laugh because your sense of humor and his sense of humor very different. Different, yeah. <laughs> she'd be, she'd be like, oh, I'm really excited about the new Miranda Hart Christmas special,' and I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, enjoy it. Have a nice time." Um, yeah, my English like producer booked a lot of it, so a lot of the rooms mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think I'll sell well. You know what? Fuck it. It's all a learning yeah, curve. It's, it's all what it is. Yeah. yeah. And where they can follow you, if you I'm sure you already Instagram, follow Instagram, YouTube, all that all that stuff, baby. And Tinder? You're on Tinder? I'm not on Tinder, no. Oh, no, why? What's happened? I'm just not on it. Gay? Yeah. Being a good wee boy. Grinder? Yeah. Go get him on Grinder. Hinge. Bumble. Okay. You put the bum in Bumble, don't yeah, you? Yeah, damn right. 
Put the minge in the hinge. There's no mention in the hinge. There is when I'm on it. There you go. I'm the slack guy.